Oh, Chinese Ninja Warrior, with your heart so cold, Sub-Zero. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie, either in theaters or uh, Netflix, and then we get together, we talk about it, we shove it into the internet, and then it comes out the other side into your ears, and everyone's good to go. I am Todd Domer. I am Matt Malloy. And Todd, what was that? <laughs> so that song is from the original Mortal Kombat movie soundtrack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, which was one of the greatest finds that um, one of my friends found it, bought it, and all of us enjoyed it for such a long time. It's the Sub-Zero song. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad that you could grace us with that uh, particular tune. Yeah. Um, we did see, not the old Mortal Kombat, but the new 2021 edition of Mortal Kombat. Yep. Um, a fine video game story to tell. Um, yeah, I didn't recognize anyone in this movie. Um, the only person who I recognized was... Well, I recognized a couple people. The guy who played... Shang Tsung? What's it? Shang Tsung? I think that's it. Uh, the bad general. The bad general. The no, the the wizard guy. Shang isn't Shang. Is his name Shang Tsung? The wizard guy. Yeah the 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 whole the, the leader of the bad guys. Right. Shang the bad Tsung. guy general. Oh, you're just calling him a general. Yeah. <laughs> There's another character. His name is General something. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I, was, I was a little bit confused. I All right. You. Sorry. Yes, that guy. Okay. Leader of the bad guys. Was in the Dark Knight. Okay. Um, and really, I think probably the most famous guy is the guy who played Scorpion, who was in okay. The Last Samurai. He's done some other, you know, he's a fighting, I think he's a great actor too, but um, yeah, that's the most prominent role I recognize him from. That guy did look really familiar to me. Yeah, he's been in a lot of, like, movies. He's just always, like, a side guy. I think most notably, not most notably, but most recently, he was, that I recognize him from, he was the guy who Hawkeye kills in the beginning of Avengers Endgame. Like, the Yakuza boss. Gotcha. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. A lot of of people I don't know on this. I'm not going to directly say they're nobodies, but a lot of people that I just don't know. Right. And... Certainly, if Todd doesn't know, there's almost no chance that I will. (laughs) Well, we'll go with that. So what is this movie about? Well, this movie's about a video game, okay? So if you've ever played Mortal Kombat, you know, not so prevalent today, but back in the day, it was certainly a hot fighting game. Uh, I like video games, but I don't like fighting games. Unless they're in puzzle form. Unless they... Right. If you're actually doing a puzzle and your character fights because of what you do in the puzzle, that's not a, that's not a fighting game to me. <laughs> and I can enjoy it. Yeah. So, so Mortal Kombat, right? I, I'm still familiar with some of the characters there, um, but probably not as much as, as some. And uh, what happens in this movie is, is basically there's good guys and bad guys and they fight. Yeah. Um, and and that's, you know, that's the briefest summary of the movie. But at least I'll tell you, like, there's a bad team and this, 
evil wizard type guy is the leader of it, and then he's got his subordinates. Right. Um, he's got uh, his friend Prince Goru, who I recognize from the game, and then a, a bunch of other like kind of, well, Sub Zero is yeah, is yeah. on his team. Sure. Sub Zero is is one of the main principles here. Um, and then there's a few other other minor, more minor characters, I think. Um, and then you've got the good guys, whose whose team leader is Raiden, a lightning god. And then you've got the the good guys on the team. You've got Jax, who's like a bionic boxer person or something. <laughs> uh, and then you've got this other guy who's like an MMA fighter, but apparently he's descendant from uh, some ancient uh, Japanese war ninja. War clan, yeah. yeah. That guy does not exist in the games. Okay. Just in case anyone's curious. Right. I, I think he's probably the only person you see in the movie who is not in the games. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Sonya Blade, who's like a um, commando type lady. And uh, then you've got a guy who kind of switches sides. He's kind of a mercenary. Kano. Kano? Kano. Kano. Um, and he's just like a mercenary. The thunder from down under. Yeah. Um, and then there's two other guys, and one of them's not in it for that long. But um, Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Yes, thank yeah. you. I get tripped up on all these names. Yeah, too many yeah. names. Um, so, but but really, what you have is you have like a nice training sequence for the good guys because they're inexperienced, and the bad guys are trying to get in and fight them and destroy them, and you know, basically, there's like this world taking over scenario. But that's that takes a backseat to the actual fighting. I think sure. it's just sort of a reason behind it, and uh, you know, it comes down to there's big confrontation and. Uh, the main character who's not in the game uh, ends up fighting Sub Zero, and that's kind of the main main battle at the end. Sure. Um, and then you get Scorpion coming back, and and you get a fair amount of of people doing their signature moves from the game and stuff like that. Yes. But, but really, there's not a lot to the plot. It's let's have these people fight. Let's show you video game stuff, and then everybody goes home happy, right? Right. Supposedly. Well, Todd, did you go home happy? I oh, I got to first say that I was pretty <laughs> excited about this movie. Like, I was like... I remember that. I, I wanted to see this. You know, I was like, all right, taking Mortal Kombat to a hard R movie, which is what you should do. Yeah, for sure. We're learning from our past mistakes here. Uh-huh. We're going down a good road. Somewhere along that road, they took a hard right and just never <laughs> recovered on their on their trip here. Yeah, and um, the final product is is in my opinion not that good. Yeah, and uh, I'll try to highlight some good stuff. I guess like there's there there's some pretty decent fighting scenes in this movie. So if you're if you're a fan of fighting scenes and kind of especially if you're a fan of the game and you're you really like kind of some gory finishers and stuff like that. They did play those up and they did do those a couple of times. And if you're a fan of the game and you like the trope of like dropping a, you know, a, a, a 
phrase from the game like flawless victory or fatality or something like that. They get played up a little bit too. and um, So that's all fine. And honestly, that's not... None of that's really at all my problem with the movie. My problem with the movie... Um, and I'll say this. I even felt like they... they for, as far as casting goes, I thought they did a pretty good job of trying to find... Not only actors who look and can play that part, but then are doing, you know, pretty physically capable people too. Like as far as like, you know, I'm, I'm sure there was a ton of stunt work in this movie, but um, it felt like it wasn't the stereotypical, you know, here's your star, but then here's the stunt double who does, who does everything. And then that person just gets shown in a couple of times. Felt like some people were doing a lot. I mean, I, I don't think anyone did everything, but... Um, you know, so that was, that was good. <clears throat> the biggest, we got a rival conversation behind us <laughs> and I don't know what's going on or whether I or not, think they're making a podcast. Too. Yeah. It's... Our, the recorder can pick that up. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to let us know people cause we're not going to stop. Um, the biggest problem with this movie that really made it bad was the introduction of this character who doesn't exist in the game. And is the main character of this story. Yeah. And so you kind of, you, you, you want to come to this movie because you're like, here are all these characters who I grew up with in the game and now I get to see them in, you know, movie and doing their stuff. And then all that takes a backseat to this new guy who no one cares about. The actor's not that great. Physically, he was fine. He could fight. He could handle himself. But as far as acting goes, I didn't think it was like very good. And I say it a lot. I'm going to say it again. They overcomplicated it because they put too much into it. <laughs> like, like your description of the movie, Matt, I was like, man, if they really just stuck to what you just said, we would have gotten a much better product. But they inserted this whole story about the descendant of the guy who turns into Scorpion and all this kind of stuff. And, a prof- and, 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 and as far as I know, none of this stuff existed in the game. And... Not that you have to follow the game like 100%, but the people who are going to see this movie are the people who like to play the games. Right. So when you go off script so much, you're stupid. Like that's <laughs> I, I want to like pull aside and be like, the people who are going to see this movie are critics who are going to review it and people who've played the game. Like No one's going to come see Mortal Kombat who hasn't played the game. And when you go so off script... And you insert all this story that no one's going to care about and stuff like that. You're just dumb. Like, I don't know how, like, WB, the people who make movies at WB are just dumb. They insert so much story. Same thing with Godzilla and Kong. There was so much story inserted into that movie. And the same thing happens here, but it's on a worse level because we didn't get to see giant monsters fighting. Mm, It's Um, true. So... If you're a fan of the game and you want to come see some of like the signature moves and finishers and stuff like that on the big screen or if you're at home and you got HBO Max you just you just want to watch it that's fine maybe that'll satisfy you but I have a feeling if some like the people who really love the Mortal Kombat games, like and that's their their go to games, I have a feeling they're all gonna hate this movie. Mm. So, I don't know who this movie's for. It certainly wasn't made for the people who love Mortal Kombat because 
Mortal Kombat's not even in the movie. <laughs> they don't actually even get to Mortal Kombat. That's true. It's all about the introduction of people, which is fine. I can get I get that we can build stuff. But we talk about Mortal Kombat so much in this movie and we never get to the tournament. It's all about this like all this stuff happens before the tournament and you know I think what's happening is that like everyone wants to try to build a universe in these movies now. Everyone wants to like they're they're making one film, but they're thinking about the fourth film they want to make later, right? And building something giant, a la Marvel. Like that's what Marvel did. It they made a ton of money. They were pretty successful with it. Everyone wants to do that, but when they made Iron Man one, they didn't know if their plans were really going to work. So they sank everything into making Iron Man one a really good movie, right? And then at the very end of that movie, they threw in that kind of teaser that it could go beyond that. Right. And then they built from there. The, the movies that try to follow that trope now are so unsuccessful because they build this whole, like, the whole story of this movie is, let's get to the Mortal Kombat tournament. It never happens. And then, oh, let's go out and fight more fighters. There's the movie. It's just so... Someone wrote and did this movie who probably has never played the game. Mm. And I'll say it again. That's dumb because the people who are going to see this movie are the people who love the game right. and they want the game in movie form. Right. So that's my, I'm all sweaty now. I'm yeah. all like, I'm fiery. Yeah. It's, it's heating up here in the Xterra. That's my thing. I don't, you know, if you're a real fan of this, of, of the game, I can't even confidently say go see this movie because it just might make you mad. And I'm not even the biggest fan of Mortal Kombat. Like, but uh, it seems pretty simple to me. You don't have to explain why people have powers. They just do. Like, they're fighters. They're elite people. They train. They get a power out of it. And then they're fighting on the either to, to, to conquer the world or they're fighting to protect it. Boom. I just I just did it. Yeah. You should make a Mortal Kombat movie, Todd. I could definitely make one better than what we just saw. Fair enough. So, Matt, how did you feel about this movie? Well, uh... I think you hit the nail on the head with the biggest flaw being the dude who's not in the game, who's the main character. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of kind of weak. Um, you know, good things about this movie. I thought that the the exposition at the beginning of the movie was decent. Like they're laying out the background for different characters and stuff like that. I thought that was fine. Sure. To a point in the movie and then you know, you were done with that, and you just had fighting, and I think you, you kind of lost your way a little bit after that with the storytelling, because the storytelling after that was all, like, off the wall. Right. We have, you know, the the outworld coming right. in to take over Earth. The and, first 45 minutes is talking about this tournament and all right. the stuff that's happened through time for the tournament and stuff right. like that. And then it just goes takes a hard right yeah. <laughs> never comes so. back to that course um i did enjoy all the little drops from the video game you know from my limited time of ever playing it you know you recognize all the stuff yeah so but i'm not a hardcore fan of like mortal Kombat and the mythology and lore of of the series or whatever um so i that's fine with me like those were some of the highlights in the movie, honestly, is like the little catchphrases and yeah. and special moves and stuff like that. It's kind of funny. Um, 
And then there was... It happens sometimes when you watch a movie in the theater. There can be a distraction that happens in the theater. Oh. <laughs> and we had a we had a guy who was a who was a speaker outer. And, yeah. And what I mean by that is, he will give you his opinion on what's happening by making comments and right. and and ex- exclaiming loudly when certain things happen, or just responding. Right. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from the back of the theater, like, wow. <laughs> or clapping. There was yeah. one point where he clapped. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. And he was by himself, too. He was. Like, I thought he was with someone, but nope, he just got up and he walked was. out. And I was like, oh, you're by yourself. And All it right. started in the trailers as well. That's true, yeah. <laughs> we were watching the previews for the upcoming films, and, and he's he's making comments on those, too. So. So that was uh, something specific to our experience, which I didn't like, and I won't I won't grade it grade the movie down for it. But I did sure. want to share that with our our listeners the excitement of having a responder in the theater. Yeah, slash don't do that. Don't do that. It's yeah. not cool. Shut up and watch the movie. That's right. Yeah, you should. So, so overall, yeah, who should see this movie? I guess casual fans yeah, of people who uh, like who are like, Mortal oh, Kombat. I remember that game, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I don't remember much about it. Yeah, right. this movie's probably for you. Right, that's that's probably the, the <coughs> subset of of the population is is those people who are going to enjoy this movie, and maybe they would enjoy this movie. Those are the people who should see it. I'll put it that way. If anyone should see it, it's those people. You're a hardcore fan. I think you should probably still see it, but you might be more disappointed than those people. So, but uh, that's that's kind of it. I mean, we got a really paint by numbers movie here, good versus evil, and it's a video game movie. Yeah, it's really hard to hard to do those well, and sure, harder to make them good. <laughs> yes. So. So yeah, that's where I fall out. Well, Matt, how many, um, I'm going to go with ice swords. How many ice, ice swords, swords mm-hmm. would you give this movie from zero to five? Zero being the worst and five ice swords being the best. But could I go sub-zero with my score on Ooh, this one, Todd? Wow. Just blew my uh, mind. Yes. Well, sub-zero is a character in the movie and does use an ice sword at different points. Um... We cannot go sub-zero on our rating scale, though we may want to at different times. <coughs> can't do it. Yeah. So, I'm going to say I, I, I didn't hate the movie, but I was definitely um, a bit, I was, I was, I thought it dragged. Yeah. And could have been, could have been a, a, a tidier package. So, I'm going to go with a 1.8. Mm-hmm. Um, ice swords out of five, which is not good. Sure, um, but that's kind of how I feel about the movie. It was not good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. I, uh, my number's very close. I'm gonna give it a, and really the only reason I'm gonna give it as high as I'm giving it, I think, is because. I thought some of the special effects were pretty cool. Like mm. the the all the ice stuff with Sub Zero was pretty pretty nice. Like didn't look cheapy to me. Like it was like pretty good. Um, so I'm gonna go. 
yeah, one point seven is the is the number I had in my mind. And okay. really, one of the biggest besides inserting this character, who just felt so out of place. The biggest problem is that not only did they insert this character, who's so out of place, they gave it the like biggest Hollywood trope of somewhat movies like this of. Oh, I'm sucked into this thing that's bigger my, than myself, and oh, I you know I can't do it. I'm not good enough or whatever. Right. And, oh, something happens and it pulls me back in, and now I'm good enough to make it happen. It's like the old hero's journey. Taylor's all this time. Mm-hmm. We need a break from it. Like it's not good when it's done all the time. Like so, yeah, one point seven. Okay. Well, that's gonna put the total if I if my math is correct at one point eight. Because didn't I say 1.9? No, you said 1.8. Oh. Well, I retract my math then. (laughs) My memory has failed, not my math skills. 1.75 ice swords out of 5 is where we're going to end up for this film. And uh, that ain't good, folks. No. So generally don't go see this movie because it's not really very good at all. Um, We told you who should see it, but... Yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we re-reviewed Mortal Kombat! I don't even know if that's how it goes anymore. That's pretty pretty close. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, thank you for listening, uh, and please come back. <laughs> they did remix that at the end during the, the credits. Like It was like that same bass yes. line with like what the words in the song were, and then it's like they they redid it, and the redone one is so worse than the original. Like It was yes. not good at all. Agree. So. Yes. Sorry. Continue your closing. It's fine. It's fine. We needed... We hadn't talked about the music. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so thank you for listening. Listeners, please keep listening and being listeners, and we'll keep making these podcasts. Da-da-da-da! Da-da! Da-da-da! Da-da-da!